What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast with Matt O'Leary and Mitch Anderson. Hello and welcome to Eyes on Isles, the podcast, episode number 20. I'm going to call it the Evgeny Nabokov episode, Mitch. Jeez, like, uh, did you have someone else aside from Nabokov, or is that is he the only other number 20? Please tell me there's other number 20s. There are other number 20s, like, you're forgetting Islanders legend Steve Webb, Jamie Rivers, <laughs> Webb. Bob Sweeney. Bob How could you forget Bob Sweeney from oh, 1996, Mitch? Yeah, Come on. I already forgot about him. Uh, Ray Ferraro, that's not bad. Yeah, that's a good one. Good old hockey like, reference. Thank you. Yes, because there's no way that I would have ever remembered any other one of those. Nope. If it's not number... <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't know. It. 91. If it's not number 91, I don't know who it is. No, Either no. Butch Corey or John Tavares. That's it. <laughs> so, I am Matt O'Leary. The other voice you are hearing is Mitch Anderson. He's coming to us live from Toronto. He had some trouble getting in there. So uh, they'd hate you here if you called it Toronto. It's not. It's we're in Stratford, Ontario. So it's. I'm sorry. It's like an hour west of Toronto. Okay, I I don't know. I don't know the Canada rules. I'm sorry. (laughs) If if you're not in Toronto proper, you probably hate Toronto. Just leave it at that. You'll be okay. Okay, fair. He is coming from somewhere else that is not his home in Canada. (laughs) How about that? That's right. Yeah, it was a. one heck of a time getting here. It took 12 hours instead of the six it usually takes. Brutal. Brutal. And here for us on Long Island, we are preparing for a winter cyclone of some sorts. Snowmageddon 2018. Yeah, my work is already closed for tomorrow, so nice. party it up tonight, I guess, by recording and editing a podcast. (laughs) Raise the the roof. Raise it. (laughs) That's a Clone High joke for all those Clone High... Watchers, Mitch, do you know who's not raising the roof right now? Oh, it's the Islanders. The New York Islanders, Mitch, are not raising the roof. They are lowering the floor. <laughs> oh man, that's the thing. it has been so bad recently. So bad. Oh. In their last three games, they have been outscored. I'm trying to do math in my head, so you got to go slow with me. Fifteen to three. Oh, so bad. 15 to 3 is... Okay, I, I pulled up some, some stats too because like... It's not just that they're being outscored significantly. It's that they're being outplayed significantly in all those games. So like their Corsi 4 against Winnipeg was okay at 52%. It's a little bit lower than what they're usually at, but like just by a smidge. 
But then against Colorado and and Boston, it was a 43% and 47% respectively. That is La Poop numbers. That's Tire Fire City USA right there. Yeah, it is bad. And I'm sorry, I have to correct myself. It's 15-4. I can't do simple math. But as you cited, those if those possession analytics are awful. Oh, super bad. So bad. And I want to write about this later on. Like I started writing it, and I just haven't been able to complete it. But there's one thing that they're missing here. There's this one like Corsi-heavy player they have or had, and that was Johnny Boychuk. Johnny Boychuk yeah. had like a 17% Corsi or a, seven, a plus 17 Corsi differential, leading the team by like a healthy three-point margin. And he's not there. Dink? I don't know. Yeah, uh, it seem, seems like ever since Boychuk went to the shelf, it's going to be a while too. It's not like he's coming back anytime soon. Although I know he's kind of fell apart. I heard he's practicing. He, oh, he did skate today. So, so is he playing tomorrow? <laughs> Maybe they're rushing him back, Travis Hamannick style. Yeah, get him um, back here now. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. But like, you saw how badly they missed Boychuk in those last few games, especially the Boston and Colorado one. Like, I was looking over the, the game again, and there are two goals against Colorado that really stuck out to me. Um, there's the Carl Soderberg goal specifically where he completely outmuscled Sebastian Ajo along the boards or along the net just to get just to get a chance. Like a Johnny Boychuk would have been able to just get him out of there easily. Would have been able to clear the lane. Same thing with the I forget I think it's Nieto who scored where um, Ryan Pollock was covering him, and Pollock just couldn't get him off the puck or couldn't get him out of a position to score. Johnny Boychuk would have taken care of that easily. So it's kind of obvious. There's an obvious miss there with Johnny Boychuk. Yeah, I think that's pretty clear. Uh, especially you look at some of these scores, especially in the last three games, the ones that we're going to be talking about mainly today. It is not pretty. Four goals against Winnipeg, six against Colorado. I, the Avalanche are garbage, and they got dominated by the Avalanche. Mm-hmm. And then the 5-1 to Boston. I mean, after the first against Boston, it seemed like they were hanging tough there in there. But the second period, even though Boston only got one goal in that period, you could tell that the game was pretty much over after that. Um, I don't know. Like the, the fact that they were able to respond right away kind of made you think, like, okay, maybe. Maybe they can right the ship. But right after that, the second they, they, they started score, the, it was the third period, right, where they scored three in quick succession. From there, you're like, well, it's done. Forget it. Oh, this could be even worse than a 5-1 loss. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. You could tell that they just didn't have that same fight. Are, are you dying? Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. I don't know why I'm dying here. I even okay. tried to lower the volume on my mixer, and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's all right, Mitch. Um, but, yeah, it, the last three games, uh, you can't play any worse than what the Islanders played. They look like they're just getting completely dominated. And how many turnovers are we going to have to see from this team, Mitch? Um, well, Wade has already said that he wants to see them be more physical. That's clearly something that needs to happen. Um, I just want to see them be more responsible with the puck. Clearly, like if you look at that Boston game, there's two goals that they let in. There's a clutterbuck who gives it away in the neutral zone. And there's Nelson who gives it along in the along the boards in the neutral zone, two completely right. avoidable plays that resulted directly resulted in goals. It's not like 
Boston got the puck and, and established a, an offensive presence that eventually scored. No, they were they scored on like a two on one from that or a, a two on two, whatever. They were able to score on the rush from those those pick plays. So you take those out, and that's you were looking at a three one game. That's a winnable game, right? Generally speaking, that's yeah, the worst lead in so. hockey. So like, it's not goaltending at this point. The goaltending is looking pretty good. At least decent enough. I know you're looking at the goals. You're saying, well, they let in all those goals. But you look at the goals that they've let in. Maybe the Colorado one. The Colorado one was pretty bad. But at least the Boston game, Halak looked good in that in that game. And his team completely let him down. I think Halak's played well. What scares me more is how little Grice is playing, which just means they have zero confidence in him turning this around. Or they have even that, that much confidence in Halak. I guess I'm just using the negative spin zone. Yeah, way to go, negative Nancy. Uh, I'm going to be very negative this (laughs) podcast. I'm in a terrible mood. I am not happy. Even though you're wearing your your Jim's t-shirt? I assume it's a Jim's t-shirt. I only see the Isles and and the Jets on there. It's just Jets and Islanders. And it says, what does it say? It says, it's in my DNA. Uh, It looks like two, it has like two thumbprint looking things. I'm holding it up so Mitch can see. None of you can see this at home. That's very nice. Yeah, (laughs) it was a a Christmas gift, actually. Is it one of those like extra large t-shirts you get at a game? What was that? Is it like one of those extra large t-shirts you get at a game for free? Like they shoot off in the cannon out in the crowd? No, it was no, Mitch. It was actually a very nice and thoughtful Christmas gift because the person who got it for me is definitely listening. So I want to be very happy and about it. It it's a nice shirt. Thank you, Mitch. Thank you. My mom's gonna find the- you, Mitch. <laughs> oh, no, not where I am in remote Canada. I'm not leaving this this hotel room ever. <laughs> oh, uh, so to so the games. What what do you think they need to do different? Um, Is there one thing that they can do different? Okay, the current roster, or because I feel like this. Oh, okay. See, you're going into like changing the roster. I'm just saying, like, can they do anything? They do anything strategically differently, even. Um, hit them first. <laughs> really? Okay, sure. Like physically, like literally, hit them first. I don't know. That, that's their slogan that they draw. Whatever they mean by that, just do it. Hit them first. Just do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm watching this. I just pull my hair out on a nightly basis. I don't know what they could do. They just looked like in November. Do whatever they did in November. That was working. That was working. I don't know why it's not working. Maybe it's because teams have figured them out. Maybe teams have thought, okay, well, we, we've seen enough tape from this, these guys. We know what they're going to do, and so we can limit these chances. Um, or we can take enough risk to, that we can try to limit them and that, or try to get them off their game. Like you look at that Colorado game or you look at that Boston game, it was just a team being more physical than the Islanders. That's all it was. And the yeah. Islanders weren't able to establish any sort of offensive pressure. And so you, you oh. don't let them give you don't let them set up, then they're not going to be able to do anything with it. Right, but it's not like they don't have their enforcer on the ice because like Skate Scott Mayfield is now in that enforcer role, so he's the he's the physical play. He's playing every night. He's he's been a ghost out there. He just hasn't been that same physical sense. Yeah, that's true. 
Uh, but it's hard to be the physical guy when you're on the defense. I, I it's just I understand he can he can still step up and and be that guy. But when you're on when you're the forward, you know, trying to establish presence or at least down low along the boards, you're the one carrying the puck in the zone generally. Scott Mayfield isn't the one carrying the puck in necessarily. So you want so a guy like a, of, it's going to be a Jason Chimera type thing. Unfortunately, I was just going to say, I was going to say, where is Chimera, Sezikis, or Clutterbuck then? Yeah, but none of those guys are necessarily fighters. I know they can. I know they can be physical, especially Sezikis. I know Jason Chimera said he used to be a fighter back in the day because everyone back in like Canada used to fight. That's how we used to play hockey. Was, you would just put on some skates, fight, and then eventually a puck would go in the net. Um, but those aren't like the Matt Martin type guys. And and I, I hate to be the guy to say that we need a Matt Martin guy, but we, we kind of seem to do, or at least the guy who's got the semblance that he's going to be a Matt Martin type of guy. You are teasing. We're not going to go to it yet. And you haven't seen this unless you read my article. In the social segment, oh, do I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. To ask. Good. Shoot. We're going to save it. Oh, we're you're going to save it? Oh, it's te- teasing. No, it's we're teasing it, so you got to stay tuned to hear. It, it has to do with Matt Martin, though, so that, that's, your, that's your one tease. That's my giveaway. Okay, fair enough. Um, so what's what's your answer then to, to – I think I, I, I've, I've been trying to steal the mic too much here. What, what is your answer? For what the <laughs> – What they can do. Not, not touching the roster. Don't touch the roster. You're not allowed to touch it. You're not Garth. You're Doug. What do you do? Switch the lines. Okay. Okay, we're getting some. What do you mean by switch the lines? You mean like invert the third, fourth? Like I don't know. I'm just I'm just being facetious here. I'm just kinda they kinda did that a little bit recently. Sezikis was kinda bumped up onto that third line. That's true. They've been juggling them, but like it hasn't worked. I don't I don't know if there's anything you can do. I think I think it's just run its course. The Islanders' offense was ridiculous the first two months of the year, and then when they fell back to earth a little bit, their defense was exposed for how bad they are. Especially when you lose two of your top four defensemen. That's true. That I think that's the big hurt is losing that 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 top two or the the two of the top four defensemen. Like I, I like Johnny Boychuk. Obviously, he's a big miss for them. I, I don't mind Calvin DeHaan. I think he can be replaced, um, but apparently not, man. Like, apparently not. Like, you, you look at, at what the, this Islanders team has, has been able to do before without them, and you'd figure, well, they, they win games by the, their dominant offense, so who cares if they lose two defensemen? Well, it seems that the key to that incredible offense was not those two defensemen, but was that entire core. They couldn't lose a single piece out of that core, which is probably why Garceau gave up so much in the expansion draft. You do like you can't give you can't I can't lose a single piece here. If I lose a single piece, the whole deck of cards comes crumbling down, and that's what we're seeing right now. And that's a terrible strategy because Johnny Boychuk has been hurt every single year he's been with the Islanders, and his whole career he's never played a full eighty-two game season in his career. Ready, set. Spartan Race is back for 2018, and we're accepting no excuses. Barbed wire crawls, tire drags, spear throws, and much more. Whatever your ability, you'll discover the right challenge for you. Take on our 5 to 25 kilometer events designed to push you to limits you never knew you could overcome. 
complete an obstacle course race and let adventure back into your life. Are you ready to unleash your inner Spartan warrior? Visit spartanrace.uk. Yeah, that's true. He's <laughs> he's missed out a lot. Um, but he's never missing out. A, well, I guess last year he missed out quite a bit. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, okay, so if you change the roster, if you change the roster, what do you go for? Sorry, my wife just threw my phone on the floor. She just, I don't know. She got fed up with me. She's like, screw your phone. I'm not We're sitting in a that. tiny little hotel room right now. <laughs> try to do this and my wife is busting a gut because she thinks it's funny and my phone is probably broken <laughs> oh it's fine apparently don't worry about it it's probably fine oh episode 20 is off the rails but I'm loving it because the island is off the rails so it's kind of fitting yeah exactly uh, what was the question what, what do you okay so if you, if you can change the roster what do you do I am trading for a defenseman okay that's what Ooh. I'm doing I have three options if you give me just two seconds. Oh, you're going to uh, pull up people, your piece? I'm nice. going to pull up my piece. I wrote about three options that the Islanders could use to acquire a defenseman. One would be like my home run move. The next is like, okay, I could kind of get by with that. And the other one's kind of just like slapping a Band-Aid on there. <laughs> okay. But uh, my first and dream one is Justin Falk. Well, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Um, I offered Brock Del Cole in a second. Okay. It's probably going to take more than that. Sure. I, I don't want to get into, like, the, the nitty-gritties of the trade. The like, yeah. Fair enough. That's so, incredibly subjective, yeah. Um, next is Eric Branson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely That's on the move. Life. That's the middle tier one. Okay. And then the bottom tier one is Johnny Oduya. Whoa. You do not like that. Johnny Oduya is not doing very well for Ottawa right now. Although, to be fair, they're playing him with Eric Carlson. So, And, I mean, he's $1 million against the cap. It's not really going to cost you that much to get him. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm thinking Mike Green in, uh, in Detroit. Okay. How many years That's has he my, like, left? I have no idea. It's just a name. Just, I know. You're just viewing just... nonsense, Mitch. <laughs> uh, listen, the guy is good on the power play. He puts up points. He's going to be expensive on the cap, but he's on a team that's looking to, to make cap space. Um, although I say that, and I know that they have a lot of UFA, so he might be up at the end of the year. It I'm is just... up at the end of the year. Yeah, okay, good. I'm glad your internet is working faster than mine. So he's up at the end of the year. What is he at? Like 5.5? 6. 6. So Detroit's probably going to retain some salary in the deal um, for sure. But you get a guy who's put up points on the power play against something the Islanders could use um, from the back end specifically. So you're looking at getting a Kevin Shattenkirk type player. Maybe not as good, but just like the benefits that Kevin Shattenkirk brought to the of the Washington Capitals, he's that that's what he would bring to the New York Islanders, maybe in a smaller scale or lesser scale, I should say. Is that right? He scored 31 goals with the Capitals? He was really good, man. There's a reason he's getting paid $6 million. Okay. 
He had 14 goals last year. Still pretty darn good, right? Yeah. It's just his $6 million on the cap. Right. And he's what? Uh, I don't he's, know if that's he's... like a long-term solution. He's 32 years old. Oh, yeah. No, he's definitely not a long-term solution. This is a, a put a slap a band-aid on it this year and then see you next year. Maybe. So are you re-signing them or no? I think if you re-sign him, then it's either him or Calvin DeHaan. And I would probably rather the upside of a Calvin DeHaan who's, what, 27? His, he just turned 27. Mike Green's, what, 34? 32. 32. So you got five years difference. Mike Green's not going to sign for... <clears throat> he, might, he might take 5.5, but I doubt it. He's probably going to sit at 6, maybe 5, 7. Um... Calvin might do five at, at its highest. So I don't know. You're saving money with going to Calvin. I, I, I'd stick with Calvin Hunt, and I think that's what they would do as well. I think I would too. But as just like a rental, that's not a bad option. Yeah. Especially when the Islanders have so many picks to play with in the first two rounds. That's right. But do you want to waste picks on a rental, right? You, you've built up this equity. Do you want to liquidate it for something not permanent? Another fair point. That's why I was dreaming about Justin Falk. Yeah, that'd be good. Because he's and, under and maybe. for two more years. So why, why Falk? Is it just because of the points, or is it because of the youth? It's because everything that he brings. Uh, everything. It's a mix of the youth. He's a, he has a reasonable contract for two more years after this. He can be Calvin DeHaan's replacement if you feel comfortable. With him going forward. And do you think that Carolina sells? Like, clearly you think that they would if you made the trade inquiry. So why do you yeah. think Carolina sells? Um, why do I think they sell? Because then it would free up some options to, for them to call up their prospects because he's blocking, blocking some guys. He's blocking. I love that. Oh, we have to use that oh, more I often. Can't. He's blocking people. I, I, I read Brock Nelson's name as I was saying that, so it came out Brocking instead of blocking. No, it's it's perfect. It's a perfect Freudian slip-up because we all know that Brock is blocking like a Joshua Sang from coming up because we have Brock Nelson on the roster. If we didn't, Joshua Sang would be here right now. So Brocking yes. is very apt. Very apt. I like it. <laughs> okay. okay. Here's, here's the prospects that I wanted to find. They, Jake Bean... Was yeah. the 13th overall pick in 2016. So he's blocking him. He's blocking Hayden Fleury, who was his seventh pick in 2014. Those guys are eventually going to want to play, and they're going to be blocked and maybe blocked by Justin Folk. Fair enough. And if they don't make the playoffs now, they got to start making some moves, right? Because they should be making right. the playoffs this this far into their cycle. Right. So, I don't know. It was just a little bit of a – I know it's a stretch a little bit, but that that's like a dream. Yeah, but that's fine. We can all dream, Matt. We're all allowed to dream. We're all dreamers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a what, bad dream right now. Is, can I tell you what I don't want to dream about? And it's the next four games. Uh, yeah, against Metro Division opponents. Including like, like ridiculous five-day break. Yeah, so you got Philly, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, and then the other New York team. That other New York team, who will remain nameless. That's um, what I refer to them anytime I write about. That's them. fair. So I'm just keeping up with my shtick. At least this year, they don't have to go all the way back to Colorado after the break. 
True. Right? They're just they're, they're they're traveling, quote unquote, but they're not really. They're just crossing the East River. Like it's not very far. They go back home at the, after the end of the game. And it's an afternoon game. Right? One PM puck drop. One one PM puck drop, yeah, you're right. Um But those four games I, I don't want to be hyperbolic and say they will define the season. But Oh boy. They could. Maybe not could. But they're they're gonna they're gonna do a lot of damage if they lose those games. Like they're they're on a three game skid right now. I don't imagine they would lose all four. Um, worst case scenario, they lose those those three: the Philly, Pittsburgh, New Jersey. But then they come back and they they beat um, the Rangers after the break. Could you imagine if they lost those three and we're on a six game slide going into the amount of content we would have to write about in that week off? though would be like it's just it'd be just. Millions of trade ideas. <laughs> yep. Oh, negative Nancy City. Everyone is just like negative, negative, negative. Um, but like, it's possible. And, and if they did, right? Like Pittsburgh and Philly are a point to four points behind the Islanders. So they drop those two games, and Philly's got a game in hand on, on on the Islanders. Like we're looking at dropping two more spots in the standings, and then we're the last ranked team in the Metropolitan. Four points split us from the bottom of the Metro. That's crazy. Yeah. It's scary. When the division is tight, it's extremely scary. You got to take advantage of playing divisional opponents, especially like Pittsburgh and Philadelphia who are below you in the standings. You got to win those games. And luckily the Islanders have matched up very well against the Rangers recently. So hopefully they win that too. But this... You got to get this back on track. Oh, and quick. Like Philly is, I'm not going to say doing better. Sorry, they are doing better, but they're not doing well. They're 5-4-1 in their last 10. Pittsburgh is on a little bit of a slide with 4-6-0. Like they're, they've got a losing record right now. This is the perfect time to face Pittsburgh. And I think what it, it's, pretty, it's at home, isn't it? It's at home. This is perfect. That, that should be two that points game. in the bank right there. And then they get New Jersey two days later in an afternoon game on Sunday. That should be two points. Those should be wins. Those two, those two wins should be – those two home games should be wins. And then one of those road games should be a win. And then we'll be okay. I don't, I don't know. The Islanders on a matinee scare me. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but again, at home against Pittsburgh – I can see them winning that game. I could see where you're coming in on the matinee. Like that's a Friday matinee. Who plays it? Sorry, that's not that's not true. No, that's, that's a, lie. a Saturday. Yes, uh, it's a Sunday matinee. Like mm. Sunday, yeah. And then they play the Rangers a Saturday mat Saturday matinee. I don't. I can see them taking both of those games, the Sunday game against New Jersey, and the Saturday game against the Rangers. Definitely the Saturday game against the Rangers. But like at home against the Devils. Uh, that that needs to happen. The Devils on the road, and they're actually pretty good. They're, they're ten five and four on the road, that which is, is kind of scary. Uh, but the Islanders are twelve four and three at home still. Like that's a really good home record. I don't think there's anyone better than that. Sorry, the Winnipeg Jets are better at home. Oh, and the Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights. Can't forget about them. Seventeen two and one. Absurd. That's insane. That's insane. Stupid Vegas. You know, million Vegas. things to do in Vegas and have fun, jerks. jerks. There's fun things to do in New York. People are old news; they don't like it. But do you, do you see them like 
what's an ideal um, haul in points the last in the next four games? Six. Yeah, same. I was going to say five hundred, but I don't think that's good enough right now. No, I don't think that's like bare minimum. I'd be disappointed. I think with five hundred, right? Because five hundred is keeping is is like treading water, right? So that means they're still not in a playoff position, technically speaking. If they're sure. just treading water, yeah. We need them so to like push above that. Yeah, and you should be able to. I would think you should be able to beat Philly and Pittsburgh and then win one of the two against the Devils and the Rangers. Yeah, that's fair. If, if they left that four-game, whatever you want to call it, that four-game grouping, and they win three, I'm okay with that. But anything uh, less than that, I'd be like, yeah. So six to eight, we're happy with. <laughs> yeah. Eight would be eight, great. We but like, look, we we knew that Carolina was going to eventually be good. Like, the, their Corsi numbers have been off the charts all season, and they they were losing. That shouldn't happen. And they're starting to right the ship, where they're seven two and one in their last ten. Right. Like Carolina's starting to play good hockey, and then you still have Washington, New Jersey, Columbus in guaranteed playoff spots. The Rangers are doing the Rangers thing, and then the Hurricanes now, like. And we still have to deal with Pittsburgh, and there's still Pittsburgh to think of. Like, this is getting really difficult, and the Islanders have the second best offense in the league. Yeah. Like, come well, on. They have no defense and inconsistent goalie play. That's right. So, yeah. I don't know, man. Goodness. So the Islanders tried to fix this by getting the Sound Tigers involved. That's true. Anthony Beauvillier has been sent down. Tanner Fritz is brought up. Yay or nay from Mitch Anderson on that move? Um, It was the easiest move to do. So yay that something needed to be done, and this was the path of least resistance, right? So it's the easiest thing to do, thus you do it. Okay. Am I wrong to think... Or am I wrong to not be very excited about a 26-year-old AHLer being called up? Is that like a wrong outlook? Um, why are you, are you not excited about the narrative or you don't think it's going to work? Because if you just don't think it's going to work, then yeah, maybe. I don't – I just – it doesn't matter. if it, it could be Fritz, Quine, Prince – Dal Cole. I'm not buying it from it. Dal Cole. <laughs> I'm just not buying it. The second, the second you call up Dal Cole, you're just ruining his entire trade value. Or are you increasing it because now he's an NHL caliber player? Huh? Huh? No, when he plays five games <laughs> and it's a minus eight and they send them back down, no, you're not increasing it. <laughs> well, you're killing me, Smalls. Um... <laughs> Okay, so I don't know. I, I like the idea of bringing up Tanner Fritz. I do because it makes sense if you're going to send Anthony Bovillier down, you bring someone up to take the spot. And Tanner Fritz yeah. makes sense. He's scoring at the NHL at the AHL level more than anyone else on the team by a healthy margin. I think it's, what, 13 points that separate him and the next person on the team. 
Uh, he's got 10 and 25, I think, in his 31 games played in the AHL. Do I have that right? I hear you clicking. Um, no, I'm not clicking. I can get on that if you want me to. Let's see. Yeah, you're probably better off um, with the internet because if I, if I do that, I think we're all going to go robot voice. Uh, yep, 10 and 25. 10 and 25. And 29. Wow, I am in 29. I've seen fewer games. Got him good sometimes. Um, <laughs> so it makes sense to call him up. Now, obviously, there's a better move. Maybe not. I shouldn't say better move, but there's a move there's that a we all move. want, and there's that's a better move. them trading Brock Nelson. Oh, I thought you were going to say call up Josh Osang, but I'm on board for that one, too. <laughs> well, it's the one that everyone wants, right? Like, yeah. are we all going to say that Anthony Bovelia was the reason that line isn't working? No. No. Was he doing well? Not necessarily, no. But, like... Can we not say that most of the blame of a line can fall? Maybe not most of the blame, but I, I hate the idea of, of, of placing blame. But Brock Nelson's got to wake the bleep up right now because it is bad. It is real, and it looked even worse against Boston with that turnover. Like it wasn't even that bad of a turnover. It's just he was caught along the boards and was just stripped of the puck and was like, oh well. He's gone now, I guess. Oh, and they scored. Oh, well. Like, he just, there's nothing there. It just looks terrible. I want you to guess. Okay. When do you think the last time he had a goal was? The last time he scored a goal was, I'm just going to bring up their schedule so I can get it. No, oh, God, a, a date. Cheat. No, no, okay. I got their schedule open. Um, okay. I don't want to say, like, December 12th. And you're like, well, he didn't play a game then. Okay. I think the last time he scored was December 7th against Pittsburgh. You're close. Oh, God. He scored against Washington on the 11th. I, I thought of it. I was like, no, that's too close. Yeah. Jinkies. When he said at 12th, I was like, oh, he's going to get it. <laughs> no. The 11th. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games since he scored a goal. If we want to look at the old handy-dandy calendar, it's been three weeks and two days. My God. But points, though. Is he still putting up points? I think he's got one assist. He had one assist against Colorado. Right. So he has one point in three weeks. And that was a drop pass to Josh Bailey, so he even got a primary on it. Can't Can't fault him for that one. Can't kill him there. Um, you're right. Like the guy is just, but we we know that, right? We know this. Everyone should know this at this point. Brock Nelson fades away in December. He's going to start peaking back up again, just like the he wilts like the hours in a day, right? The, the, so the winter equinox happened, and then so the, the the number of hours of sunlight have diminished, and since December 21st, they have now gone so that there's more daylight, just you know, at least marginally, and with that. Brock Nelson is going to score more frequently. He's like a vitamin D monster. He needs more vitamin D. Someone get him some vitamin D tablets, and then maybe he's going to start scoring more. I, I was going to go with a Superman analogy, but I, did, I didn't want to call Brock Nelson Superman. Please never mention Superman and Brock Nelson in the same sentence again. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you know Brock Nelson's kryptonite is daylight or the lack thereof. Does that make sense? Someone with more comic book knowledge can hit me up on that. That sounds right. Uh, I don't know. I 
So at half, oh god. <laughs> All right. Do you want to guess? All right, we're gonna. I like this guessing game. It's a little bit fun. Yeah. Guess his points pace for the season. Oh, the last time I checked, it was in the twenties. I think he's at twenty-five. Twenty-six points. He's <laughs> <laughs> on pace for twenty-six. That's nineteen points off his finals from last year. Like the the, the guy is a shade of his former self. Um, why? Who knows? Right, like who was he playing with last season on the third line? It was much of the same players he's playing with now. Except he maybe he was playing second line duties actually because Franz Nielsen wasn't around anymore. And we yeah, did have Matthew Barzal. So it was Lad right? And that'll uh, do that'll do you some good. That'll a lad'll do you some good. Uh who the heck else was it? I am it's failing me as well. It wasn't Bailey. It wasn't Lee. Although for a while, Lee was. He was working his way up from the fourth line. Um, Bo was on the second line for a little bit. Uh, why am? Why are we blanking on this? I can't believe we're blanking on this. It doesn't matter. I don't know. He was, pl- he was playing with better players. Someone at this point right now is, is screaming at their car stereos or at their headphones on the bus. It's player X, Y, Z. Oh, my God, you idiots. We just we're, we're blanking. Sorry, but um, he was obviously playing with better players, and that's made a difference. Um, but Brock Nelson, he, watch in the next couple of weeks, he's going to start putting in goals. He's going to go through a streak, maybe after the break, where he's going to put up three goals in like five games. I'm calling you it. Think now. So? I'm calling it. He gets better as we get closer to the end of the season. So March will be a lot better. January, he's going to start putting up more points in December. You'll see. You know what? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. Two years ago, I went to a game in January, and he scored a hat trick. There you go. Against the Blue Jackets. So you're that. That could be your theory. Might be there. January. New Year, New Brock Nelson. I guess that's what he just goes by. New Year, New <laughs> every <me>. year, <laughs> every single year. Um, because, I don't know, Mitch, you gotta do something. The guy stinks. Yeah, okay, so they got 12 games left in this calendar month, excluding that's excluding Boston, right? Um, I bet you he puts up. Uh, I wanna see how, how many points he's put up this month. Because I wanna say at least five more than that. I think he put up three points this month. That's how bad it's been. Um, I should have oh, I should have had this ready. Yeah, I should have had this ready, it but I didn't. It was one, so. two, three. Yep, three. Three points. So I'm saying he's putting up eight points at the end of the month. I'm willing to bet you he puts up eight points by the end of the month. And you can name your price. You can name whatever I do or take a picture in a silly way, whatever you'd like. But he puts up eight points by the end of January. And if he doesn't, name your price. If he doesn't? That's right. Because I, I feel you're gonna oh. you're gonna say there's no way you have no faith in Brock Nelson. Yeah, I'm gonna t- I'll take the I'll take the under. I'll definitely take the under okay. on that. All right. So over yes. under seven points. Sorry, over 7. under eight points. Yeah, seven point five. You're taking the under. I'm taking the over. Um. And then you name your price. Okay. So think about it for next week, and then we'll come back on the the Brock Nelson sweepstakes, and you name your price. You name what it is, and we'll see what happens by the end of the month. 
We have a lot of different bets going. We have the Avalanche bet going from last week. I That's feel like there's true. another bet mixed in too, but I just don't remember. I don't remember that bet. What did we bet? I don't think we had uh, put anything That's good. on it. <laughs> we it's forgot. a gentleman's bet. Um, the gen- we'll have a, say, a friendly gentleman's bet. This time, we'll think of terms. There was we'll one that we, we didn't think of terms yet either, and it's that's the Canada-U.S. game, which the U.S. won. Oh, that is right. Unfortunately. Yeah. What's your price? Do I have to drink an American beer? Because you know that'll kill me on the inside. Because I'm drinking this uh, this beautiful Canadian dark stout Russian Imperial. What is it called? Something. It's a dark. Oh, I'm drinking a sponsored Bo's Dunkel. Mm. Sponsored? Fancy. I have another podcast in this beer company. Okay. I have, a, I have a price for the. I have a price for the. Uh, okay. For the America win. Go for I it. I want a, a picture of you holding up an American flag and smiling. Okay, I'm gonna have to find an American flag, but I'll do it. All right. Do I have to pledge That's allegiance to me. the flag at least for a day? <laughs> uh, you might. I mean, need like a, a minute video of you doing a bunch of different things. <laughs> no. Okay. No, I have it. I have it. I have it. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Thank you for giving me that insight. I want you a video yep. of you singing the American national anthem. Oof. All right. You're, you're... <laughs> My wife also suggested the same thing, so maybe you heard her through the microphone. Perfect. I'll do no, it. No, I didn't hear. I'll do it. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. I'll find something. I'll find a flag, even if I have to superimpose it on the video that I record, but I'll do it. I'm going to have to learn the words. Something about bombs going off or whatever? I don't know. There are bombs bursting. Bomb burstings. Yeah, there is. Something of the sort. Okay, done. By next week, you'll have it. It's going to sound the terrible. Doesn't matter. It's going up up on the eyes and aisles social media? Either one. Whatever you want to do with it. It's yours to do with what you you will. Yeah, it's going up on the eyes and aisles one. There's more people on that. (laughs) Perfect. Cool. All right, so we Do we want to move to uh, something else? Yeah, yeah, we'll figure out terms. By next week, terms on the on the Brock Nelson. But for now, let's move to something else. Okay. You named it the long topic two out of three. And yeah. you said sometimes two out of three things ain't bad. But this case it is because the Islanders third line stinks. It does. And you gave me... A, B, C, D, E. Five options yep. that they could do. A is trade Brock. B is send Bo down, which they already did. C, call up Hosang. D, call up Del Cole. And E, call up Fritz, which is already done. So do you have an, do you have an answer to that? If like that was a multiple choice test, what, which one are you bubbling in? So the idea here is that they have two out of three. Two out of three lions are really good. The third line is not. So what do they do to fix it? And they, they've done – so I guess it's really three options, maybe four. Because like you said, they've already sent down Bo, and that didn't work. And they, they Sorry, they sent down Bo and called up Frizz, and that didn't work. It didn't change anything. Um, so do they trade Brock? Do they call up Hosang? Do they call up Dal Cole? Or is there four, which is other? Um, for me, it's obviously trade Brock, but like I said before, the, the path of least resistance is send down Bo – or call up and call up Fritz, um, but obviously you want to trade Brock. Like you have to at this point. It's been three, four years of this guy of just 
I'll put up my 40 points and I'll dial it in from November to February. Well, we need you from November to February, buddy. We need we need that wrist shot. We need it. So for me, it's trade Brock. And, and we can get to what I would trade him for in, in, in a bit, but I want, to, I want your answer. I would cheat on this test, which is oh, wow. pretty common for me <laughs> uh, from my schooling days. I would circle A and C. Okay. Trade Brock, call it saying. So who, what yeah. are you trading Brock then? You're, you're not – you won't be getting back any players if you're trading him because then you, you're, you're going to take up roster spots. So you're trading him off for like picks or stuff. You don't care. Whatever you, whatever you get, you get. What do you think you can get for Brock Nelson picks wise? <sighs> Probably a second at best. If you're doing trade deadline, you could probably get a second for Brock Nelson. I would take a second for Brock Nelson. Then you got three second round picks. Then you flip that for something. That's right. And we all know he can. He being our snow because he's done it before. Well, he can. He he can find someone to take them. Um. Okay. So I guess I would go for my first move. Trade Brock for a second. Call up Hosang. And then who's my left? And then I'm. I guess I want Bo there too. Yeah, because then you're want, stuck want, with Prince. Although, like Prince is okay. No. No, you no I would that? refuse to believe that. No, do you not remember? Like what two years ago, before he got injured, he had like 18 points in 37 games. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna bring it no, up here. That is in- incorrect. <laughs> incorrect. Wrong. I said that right he in the mic. That's gonna be real light. He had 18 points in 50 games. Okay, what's that on? I'm going to do it right now on my calculator on my phone. That's a pace of like 34 points or something. 18 and 50, you said? Yes. It's 30 points. That's not bad. Okay. How it, about it, your, sorry. I guess not bad isn't good, though. So. You're a Corsi fella, aren't you? Yes, I am. The, how does a 36 CF percentage sound to you? <laughs> Oh, get convinced. <laughs> convinced by play. Uh, what about a negative 11.2 CF relative? Oh, this season? Yes, in five games. Okay, well, small sample size. And, like, the games he's played are... It, was it? it was in one game. Yeah, it was a 36 in one game. So in the, it hasn't gotten any better in the four after that. Mm. I know, I'm just saying, like, it's a small sample size. So you can have... You can have two bad games where you're not really to, at, at fault, and that completely skews the results. So I'm, I'm tossing shade on your stats. I'm tossing shade. Um, yeah, and grumble, grumble, March Simpson over there. Um, no, for for me, it, it's obviously trade Brock. And who do I go get at this point? Like that, that's kind of where I was going with it. I would I would take anything. I would take anyone. Um, ideal. I've seen the name of Carl Soderberg flipped around. Like the guy's got some strength. The guy's got some finishing ability. Uh, not, it's not great. He's great on the penalty kill, which is something the Islanders could probably use at this point because their penalty kill is le terrible at like what I think they're 30th overall, at least maybe at best 29th. They were 30th last time I checked. Um, Whoa. Okay. What the hell happened with him last year? 
I pulled up his numbers. Yeah, he went from a 51-point player to a 14-point player. Yeah, it's bad. So you and then could, he's up to 18 points. Yeah. In what, like 40 games or something like that? 36. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. That's you're, you're looking at close to half a point a game. That's a 40-point player. That's what Brock Nelson should be. Brock Nelson should, should be, have yeah. 18 points at this point. He has, what, 12? 13? Maybe? I believe. I think it's 13, yeah. Seven goals, like eight assists? No, that doesn't make sense mathematically. Six assists? Um, I'm, I'm relying on you to type that up because I know that if I do that, yeah, we're going all robot please hold it. <laughs> It's nine goals, four assists. There you go. So, well, that's Brock Dustin numbers. That's all right. I don't know. That, that, that's my bet. Obviously, some people on here are going to have better ideas or maybe not better ideas, but just as good ideas because I think my sure. idea is pretty good. I'd like to hear what people think Brock Nelson should go for. So tweet at us at Isles on Isles FS. Give us your Brock Nelson trade scenario. Tell us what you think we should get for him because obviously at this point, I, I, I hate to say this. I, I said, it's like the third time I say I hate to say this. Um, I don't like saying, like, this guy needs to be removed from his job. But at this point, he's not performing well. And in this industry, what happens in those cases is that these players get shipped off for equal assets or better assets, hopefully, fingers crossed. So I think that's what the Islanders need to do in this situation. And I I, I think we'd be hard-pressed to find someone to say, no, we should keep Brock Nelson. Yeah, I want to move him, especially because you already know what the third line I'm dreaming about for next year is. That's true. That's a good third line, man. That's a really good third line. Mm-hmm. I am salivating at that line. I think I have that in the uh, in the social segment. I do a little bit, so okay. I'm going to save. I'm going to tease that some more. Let, We're let, teasing the social segment let, today. Let's skip to the social segment then. Right? Okay. What are we What are we doing time wise here? Yeah, let's skip we're to the social. Kind of let's let's just skip to the social segment. Okay, so I'm gonna since we're pretty much talking about him, Kiefer Bellows. That's who I really want to be on that third line next year. Obviously, can't be on it this year, right? But I would really like to see the Islanders' third line next year: Bellows, Beauvillier, and Hosang. That sounds like a good third line. <sighs> Something tells me we're not going to see it though. You sighed. I don't. I don't like that you sighed. Yeah, I. I just think that one of those players ain't going to be there, and it's not going to be Bellows. Oh, sorry, Bellows will be there, but I don't think either Bo or Hosang are going to be there next year. Why traded? Someone's going to be traded. I. I. I, I have a feeling. I hope I'm wrong. I really do because I, I. I love the concept of that line. I just don't think it will pan out. Like as in the players will be there to oh. see it happen. Dude, I really it, don't. It, the production you would get at that line. I did the math earlier this week or last week. That's like to their cap hit combined would be like two and a half million. <laughs> oh man, that's nothing. And and what like we're we're thinking what Hosang forty points, forty five points. Same thing for Bellows. Same thing for Hos- uh, for for Bo. Maybe a little bit less for Bo. Yeah, thirty five for Bo. Maybe something like that. And he's your let's center, I, I assume, find, right? Yeah. Let's see if I could find. I did. I've been heavy into the charts on Eyes on Isle, so nice. I did. A, I did a nice a nice chart. I want to find it. Please hold. Please hold. Um. So, like in that trio, obviously you've got what is it? Bellows to the left. 
uh, Hosang to the right, and here I am, uh, Anthony Bovilia right down the middle. Uh, that's that's pretty good. I I wonder if we could play Josh Hosang as center. I wonder if like I, I don't. I hope no one's killing me right now on when when they're listening to this. Whoa. But like, could you play Josh Hosang at center? The type of player he is. Does it make sense to play him as center? Is that a revolutionary thing? I don't think so. Like the kind of player he is, he likes to carry the puck forward. He's just not responsible on both sides. So I guess not. No. I talked myself out of it immediately as I was trying to vamp <laughs> while you're looking up whatever you're looking up. I talked myself I out of both saying it's center. Okay, I was trying to look up if he's ever played center. I don't think he has. I think he's been on the I wing. I don't think so. No. I think it's been all right wing. Which is, is um, fine. Like I, I, I It was one of those like Brent Burns type of like, oh, can we try him there? And I, I guess you could, but like he would not be very good playing that 200-foot game. He couldn't do it. No, that's why I'm more comf- comfy with uh, Bo yeah, in the middle. that's fair. Because that Hosang is the playmaker, Beauvillier is the two-way kind of player, and Bellos is kind of like Anders Lee in that sense. Yeah, straight-up finisher. Just not, not the park himself in front of the, the office, or not the office, in front of the goal, which I, 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 I said that, and it sounded like I had derision for it, but I really don't. Like, that is... There is a skill that, that Anders Lees has that no one can match in the league, clearly. Clearly, as yeah, he's just scored a bunch. Yeah. Uh, so the reason why Bellows was in the social segment is because he literally cannot stop scoring at the juniors tournament. He's got six goals in five games. Kid's tearing it up. Uh, he's got to be here next year, right? Of course, and that that's his goal. Um it was kind of rough in my house when I, I kind of cheered when the U.S. scored that power play goal against Canada because it was Bellows. Um, and my family went, like, what are you doing? Why? Why? You know that's an American, right? Like, I know, but <sighs> he's kind of on my team. And they went, what is wrong with you? That dies the second, <laughs> the second he puts on that American jersey. <laughs> so I, I had a hard time this weekend. But, yeah, his goal is to play in the NHL next season, which is the entire reason he went from BU to the Portland Winterhawks, right? And boy, has that worked that out. It's worked out fantastically. Oh, my God. Um, so I, I expect to see him. I expect that he's going to have a fantastic year, and he'll follow that up with a strong um, camp next year. Although, who knows what happens with Michael Del Cole? Like, what if he starts stepping it up again? He's got, like, eight points in his last ten games, Matt O'Leary. Yeah, well, he's got a uh, pinch me now. He's got five goals on the season, Mitch. <laughs> Woo! Let's go. That's what I love to see from my goal scorers. But he's picking it up, right? Clearly. Something's happening. Maybe it's the fact sure. that Hosang is back there. Uh, Probably. Uh, maybe his dad just was like, hey, some crappy Isles blogger was throwing shade. You got to pick it up. <laughs> I, I don't want to defend you online anymore. Maybe. Um, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe it's a dad effect. Oh, my God. And my second thing for the social segment. All right, Mitch, I have a question for you. It's a little bit of a loaded question. Okay. I'm ready. Ready? Who do the Islanders miss more, Matt Martin or Travis Hamanick? Oh, Um, I'm going to say Matt Martin. Okay. So why, like you, why? you look at last season, right? They they obviously started off terribly. Um, although, like Hamidic was there last season, 
And they still went 24-12-4. Matt Martin was not. And they went with him. I don't know. That That's kind of tough now. I was so confident. And then I was like, wait a second. That doesn't make any sense with what I'm, I'm about to say. You did, you did say that with a lot of confidence. I, I did. And I, I still kind of want to believe it because I, I just – I know he's doing well in Toronto right now. And I think that's why you're bringing it up. Um, but I just – for the price, I can't – forgive myself of having Matt Martin on the roster for like $4 million a year. I just can't. Um, but what he brings to the table is probably more of what the Islanders need than what Travis Hamannick brings to the table. So I'm sticking to it. I'm going to go Hamannick. Yeah. I'll take the top. I'll take the top four defenseman. Okay. I thought you were asking because you had, like some stat you're going to say to like, well, then that means you want a guy that's terrible doing bleh or bleh. No, I just wanted to know because I saw <laughs> – this, this is the laid-back social statement. This is about the fun. Not that we're having all that much fun watching the Islanders right now. No. But the talk has been – I've heard some people say, oh, my God, the Islanders miss Matt Martin, this, 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 this. But I've seen people say, oh, my gosh, what would, how nice would it be if Garth didn't trade Hamannick for picks – so well, I, I presented the question to you. Yeah, you I think they miss more. I, I can get behind. I wish Garth hadn't traded him for picks. Um, trading him in general is fine, but for picks was kind of rough because we're not getting anything back until Garth trades those picks for something. Whenever that yeah. happens to be, you know, do something, Garth. Like insert meme here: of the guy poking a stick at Garth Snow. Okay. Do something. Right. Um, yeah, that's what I have. Is I think it's Matt Martin just because of what he brings, because we don't have anyone on the team who can do that or seems to be able to do that. Um, we don't seem to have anyone who seems to be a top four defenseman either outside of uh, Nick Luddy. I guess, I suppose. But then I would I would just take Calvin Hahn back, and that 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 fits in your top four. You can't take Alvin Devahan back. He's out for the year, Mish. Oh, but that the well, in this game of hypotheticals, we can take anyone. No, back. It's a, oh. no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they miss more right now? Okay, fine. I'm still sticking with Matt Martin. Still sticking with it. Okay, that's where I'm going. Um, can we pour a beer out for a man, Josh Bailey, who was not voted um, Metropolitan Division captain? So our little our little thing didn't it's work. Dead. It's very sad. No, Alice Ovechkin got it, which Yay. was gonna. It was always gonna happen. I don't know why people vote for him. He's gonna get in anyways. Vote for someone else. Why are you voting for Ovi? Because he's got twenty six goals. Awesome. That's Ovi. Like that's a that's a basic year for Ovi. If he gets anything less than that at this point, it's a bad year for him. So don't vote for him. Don't vote for him because this is what he's supposed to do. You vote for a guy, if goals are a thing, vote Anders Lee. That's a guy who deserves to be there. This is your chance to put someone there who deserves to be there, who wouldn't get there otherwise. You don't vote for Alex Ovechkin in, in, as a Metro captain or whatever they're calling it. He's going to be put in anyways. So, like, vote wasted. Vote wasted, in my opinion. Agreed. I think you made a compelling case for why you shouldn't vote for the people who you know are going to be there anyway. I think so. I'm going to keep getting on my soapbox every year, and maybe by next year I'll get my way. Maybe. I doubt it. I don't know. No, I don't think so. No, maybe I just got to push harder. I don't think I pushed hard enough this year. 
No, you got to vote. I uh, get 10,000 times a day. You might just have to leave your day job and just click all day. Yeah, or, or do like a considerable campaign on social media. I should have done it with posters and flyers and all that kind of jazz. So if mm. if there's anything I should be disappointed in, it's myself. Yeah. So for those wondering at home, Mitch Anderson is to blame for why Josh Billy <laughs> is not at the All Star game. Yeah. Fair enough. Did you have anything else for the social segment and or this podcast? That's all I had. Let's get out of here before this internet craps out again. <laughs> okay. So be sure to always head to the website, eyesonisles.com, for all your Islanders' needs, opinions, trade ideas, news, everything your little heart desires. Follow us on Twitter at eyesonislesfs. My personal Twitter is at Matt O'Leary and why. Mitch's is at TLO Mitch. Give us a like on Facebook at, well, face as well, not at well, at facebook.com slash eyes on aisles this episode's been kind of off the rails mitch it has that's what happens when i have to do this from a recliner which p.s super comfy it does you do look very comfortable you're not in your normal home studio no. so it's a little bit of a different look i got my joggers on i got my board right here i brought my board man i brought my board i'm holding a mic i don't have it on my stand i brought all my gear with me just for for the listeners so you're welcome Although your wife being in your hotel room kind of makes me feel good because it's like we almost have a live audience. Yeah. So that's kind of. So funny. she gives me a weird look every time I say something odd. She's looking at me now and give me something odd. Yeah. And she's also correcting my grammar as on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, thanks. Uh, oh, shots fired. I don't shots think fired. you probably heard that on the. No. On the, I don't think his microphone caught it, but we're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. This has been the Eyes on Isles podcast, episode number 20. We'll talk to you again next week. See you later.